Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on? I'm Ellis Williams, and you're listening to a special Headlines edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Here's the latest happening with the Cleveland Browns. The Browns moved to 10-4 and on Sunday night by defeating the New York Giants 20-6 in New York at MetLife Stadium, and Baker Mayfield set a team completion record in the process. If Mayfield, who ran over to and gave Freddie Kitchens a hug after the game, wanted to show his ex-Browns coach that he's getting along just fine without him. He accomplished all that and much more. Mayfield, who's gotten in the zone over the past five or six weeks, stayed red hot in the 20-6 win over the Giants on Sunday night. He completed 27 of 32 attempts for 297 yards and two touchdowns. In doing so, he just missed tying a franchise record set by Josh McCown in 2015 for three straight 100-yard games. Mayfield did set the completion record with a minimum of 25 attempts, of course, at 84.3, just bettering a mark set by Kelly Holcomb in 2003 of 83%. Baiting the Giants with play action all night, Mayfield had a field day on the way to the Giants, improving to 10-4 and while his ex-coach called plays for the Giants. As a result, the Browns virtually assured that they'll snap a nasty 17-year playoff drought by season's end. The victory kept them in the number five seed in the AFC, the top spot for the three wildcard teams. The Giants, meanwhile, slipped in five and nine and most likely are on the outside looking in for the NFC East crown. The Browns 10 and four record is the best since they got out to the same start in 1994 and their first 10 win season since 2007. It is also their first sweep of the NFC East since 1988. Browns coach Kevin Stefanski said after the game, quote, getting one win a week is hard. We understand that. Our focus will forever remain right there. We've got to come out and do it again next week. It's just the nature of the beast. He continued, I'm proud of the guys for battling. I thought our guys matched the level of intensity that was required tonight. Mayfield was so lethal with his play-action passing that NBC's Chris Collinsworth had on several occasions compared him to Hall of Famer John Elway. He engineered two 95-yard touchdown drives and four drives of 10 plays or more. His passer rating was 126.2. The Giants were without their best cornerback in James Bradbury, who was placed on the COVID-19 list on Friday as a high-contact risk to an outside chiropractor who tested positive. New York's backup cornerbacks were no match for the Browns' high-powered offense, which had Austin Hooper and Cordero Hodge both back from injury. Former Browns quarterback Colt McCoy, who started in a place of injured Daniel Jones, was unable to get the same revenge on a team that drafted him in the third round of 2010 and gave up on him just two seasons after. Jones, who suffered from a hamstring injury, was ruled inactive for the game. 
McCoy in his absence completed 19 to 31 attempts for 220 yards. He threw new, no touchdowns and no interceptions for a rating of 83. Kevin's fancy said, I thought Baker was outstanding tonight. I thought he was dialed in. It's what I expect from him. And it's what he expects from himself. It was another relatively quiet night for miles Garrett, who has been eyeing the five sacks and three forced fumbles that Arizona's Hassan Reddick had last week against the giants to strengthen his candidacy for the NFL defensive player of the year award. Instead, he notched just a half sack for a season total of 11. He's now fourth in the NFL with sacks and has had only one and a half sacks since returning from his two-game absence that placed him on the COVID-19 list three games ago. Garrett admitted on Friday that he's still recovering from breathing treatments from the virus and that, quote, you have to take this seriously. Browns defensive end Miles Garrett weighed in on the COVID-19 situation shortly after his coughing fit in the locker room and a challenging night on the field. He tweeted, F COVID, after the Browns beat the Giants 20-6 to on NBC Sunday Night Football to improve to 10-4. and When he sat down for his post-game Zoom conference, Garrett admitted that he had been coming off a post-virus spell in the locker room and proceeded to cough throughout his 10-minute interview. He said, quote, I'm not sure when I'll be 100%. I'm just getting over a coughing fit from the locker room earlier. I'm trying to get some water into my system and be able to breathe. Taking these big, deep breaths are tough right now, but the shortness of breath, and that turning into coughing and getting choked up. He continued, you just have to find a way. It's about desire. It doesn't matter how I feel. I have to do something on the field. When I get off of the field, I can catch my breath and maybe go see someone and try to work with someone. Hopefully, if we make it to the playoffs, I can get myself to as close as 100% as possible. Despite laboring throughout the game, Garrett played right up until the end and missed only five snaps, playing 49 of the 54 plays for 91%. It paid off because he knocked a half sack increasing his total to 11. Garrett said, quote, it's bound to affect your lungs. I feel like I need those to be out there and give my full effort. It's hard to move or do anything that you know is going to expend a lot of energy, knowing that you have to do it again the next play. It kind of throws off what I'm doing, but I just have to go out there and make it happen. Today we did. Me and Larry Okunjobi were able to get on the board with the second to last play. It's tough. I'm trying not to think about it during the game. Just make sure I get as much, as much oxygen in me as I can and keep rolling. Brown swing tackle and guard Chris Hubbard will undergo season-ending knee surgery to repair a torn ligament and a dislocated kneecap. Hubbard, who suffered the injury early in the Sunday night game, is set to have his surgery on Wednesday, a source told Cleveland.com. Kevin DeFancy declined to confirm the report, but acknowledged that Hubbard will, quote, will miss significant time. It's a significant blow because Hubbard was already subbing for right guard Wyatt Teller, who could miss the final two regular season games with a high ankle sprain. Savancy said, I should mention Hub has given us a great, great amount of reps. Not good reps, great reps as a versatile player. He's an outstanding teammate. We'll miss him in the time that he misses. Hubbard proved his worth earlier this season when he replaced Teller for three games when he had a calf strain and kept the train rolling. Against the Giants, rookie Nick Harris, primarily a backup center, was pressed into the service at right guard and held down the fort. He'll get the nod against the Jets at MetLife Stadium this upcoming Sunday as well. Safansky said of Harris, quote, he did his job. He played hard and assignment sound. He got people on the ground. I'm really pleased with how he performed. Harris enjoyed his first NFL game saying, quote, it was fun. It was good to get back on the field and play in a football game. I haven't played an actual game in a while, so it felt good to get out there, run around and just try and play my brand of football. I think I did okay. There's a lot to clean up. I want to be the best. I'll watch the film and see where I can get better and see where I can help the team and just go from there. All in all, 
It was a great experience for our first game. The Cleveland Browns' chances of winning the AFC North increased as the Steelers lost shockingly to the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football, the Steelers' third straight loss. So we're saying there's even more of a chance now. The Browns, winners of five of their last six, suddenly climbed back into the race for the AFC North crown when the Steelers lost in crushing fashion 27-17 to the Bengals in Monday Night Football to fall to a record of 11-3, one game behind of the 10-4 Browns. The two rivals have a potentially huge meeting looming at First Energy Stadium on January 3rd. According to the website 538.com, the Browns' chances of winning their first division crown since 1989 increased about 27% with the Steelers' loss. ESPN's FBI gives the Browns only a 10.7% chance of winning the AFC North, and the New York Times playoff simulator gives the Browns a 13% chance. The Browns, who lost 38-7 in Pittsburgh on October 18th, must win their last two games to finish 12-4, and and the Steelers must lose their last two in order for the Browns to win the division. The Steelers, who blew a chance to clinch the division with a victory Monday night over the 3-10-1 Bengals, hold the tiebreaker over the Browns because of their better division record. However, the Steelers host the 10-4 Colts next week, and that game looks even more challenging now considering how the Steelers' offense is one of the most stagnant and inefficient in the league. Depending on the outcome, the two, two teams, the Browns and Steelers, finale could decide who gets the AFC crown. The Browns can clinch a playoff spot on Sunday with a victory over the Jets and a loss by the Ravens, Dolphins, or Colts. That's the latest going on with the Cleveland Browns. I'm Ellis Williams. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out the Orange and Brown Talk podcast featuring myself, Mary Kay Cabot, Dan Lobby, Scott Patsko, Terry Pluto, and Doug Maurice on cleveland.com slash podcast or on your favorite podcast catcher.